Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory. As always, it's me, Jack. And it's me, Colin. And uh, we are back talking um, more South Park controversies. But before we do that, Jack, how are you? Have you had a good week? Yeah, I've had a great week, mate. I've been um, I've been pretty busy. What about yourself? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. It's been, it's been good having the football back and all the excitement and all that sort of stuff's been good. Uh, work's been busy. But I did get a chance to watch a little bit of South Park and I actually quite enjoyed it. So I might end up watching more of it. But I have watched a few of the ones we spoke about last week and um, it was very enjoyable. So I do think I've made a bit of a faux pas in my life giving up after the movie. It's, it would I wouldn't say like binge it or anything like that. No. But she's background something. Like see if you're like yeah. fucking about, just stick it on, mate. Honestly it's yeah. It's, it's it's decent enough, you know. It's it's not something that I would say to anybody um, to go out and binge watch or anything like that. But it's it's got its moments, basically. So we left it at the was it Scientology, I think. Where Tom Cruise was stuck in a closet, and they were really unhappy about the whole situation. Basically. Yes, that's where we got up to. Um, so we're starting off today with the Bloody Mary episode. Yeah, so the Bloody Mary episode, this is a bit of a strange one because it was the Catholics here that get really fucking pissed off at this one. What was it about this one that's annoyed them so much, though? What what did they take offence to? Because someday, well, not getting addicted to alcohol and then being cured of, it seems like something they'd be in favour of. Yeah, so Randy becomes an alcoholic, so it's a whole sort of... um, the episode's basically about lack of self-control, um, not being able to, to handle yourself, which is it's maybe a, a sort of a, like a, a, maybe a backwards way to look at alcoholism, but it, it's not about Catholics and what they've got to do with that. But what they were pissed off about was the statue that Randy went to to get cured was the Bloody Mary. So it was... Mary and it squirted blood. Oh, okay. Out Holy of her blood. Heart. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Bloody Mary blood right into his face, and it made a really satisfying noise. <laughs> it just splashed in his face, and that's how he get cured. And this, again, like Catholics have not been annoyed because the, 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 they've had pops over the years at Catholicism, Christianity, and stuff like that. But for some reason, this got six times. This is why they're so good at advertising. This gets six times as many viewers as any other episode in that season. I think I know why that was. Um, they aired this. This is how clever they are at times. Uh-huh. They aired this on the 7th of December. Right, okay. Which is, which is the eve of the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. <laughs> which is a massive Catholic holiday specifically related to the Virgin Mary. Right, um, okay, I never knew that. So they they went for it, and I go on with this one, not only did they know that it would annoy them, they, they chose a peak time when it was going to, when the, the Virgin Mary, who is such a key part of that religion, um, she was in all their minds, I suppose, and that's why they picked that time to do it, which would have probably been responsible for a lot of the complaints and stuff. The Feast of Immaculate Conception. I've never heard of that, so I just uh, done a quick Google. So, 
this celebrates the sinless lifespan and immaculate conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary on 8th of December, nine months before the Feast of the Nativity of Mary, celebrated in September. It's one of the most important Marian feasts um, of the Roman Catholic Church celebrated worldwide. Now, normally, even though I'm not a Catholic, normally you would hear about Catholic festivals, Christian festivals. I've not heard of this one. This is new on me. The Pope gets involved by the Pope's decree. Argentina, Brazil, Italy, Korea, Nicaragua, Paraguay, the Philippines, Spain, United States and Uruguay. So they need to base... The UK is not on that list and that's probably why um, we've not heard of it. Although it is celebrated in some select Protestant Christian denominations. But yeah, so it's not the Pope with his big hat, rips up and goes like that, right? Argentina, sort it. Brazil, <laughs> sort it. <laughs> Uruguay, sort it. UK, don't worry about it. You, you just can avoid this one. United States, sort it. So that's why I never heard it, because we don't, we don't celebrate don't it. I don't know if celebrate's the right word, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, out, it's very much out of my wheelhouse, but... That's just, the main <laughs> thing was them them picking that at that time to just have the biggest impact on them possible, isn't it? Well, that's it, that's it. The, the next one is probably one of the top three controversies. It's called Cartoon Wars. So this episode was meant to show the Prophet Muhammad, mm-hmm. which we all know is bad news because of yes. what happened in Denmark. Do you remember that stuff? Yeah, yeah, the, the Charlie Charlie Hebdo stuff. Char- wasn't Charlie it? Hebdo stuff. Yeah, yeah. They've been absolutely <laughs> after that because they showed up a, a, a picture of Muhammad. Now the, the thing here is there was an episode of South Park in early two thousands called Super Best Friends, where it was like Jesus Buddha. And Muhammad was in that. So okay. so so there's already a precedent for South Park showing Muhammad and there'd be okay. no kickback to it. Nobody cared. Because this happened after the Sweden stuff. It was... Because this happened after the Denmark, Denmark similar right. area, yeah. Because it happened after this, Viacom shot themselves, basically, and said, Oh no, you can't do that. So like we we when you think about um ideologies, right? Yep. And I'm trying to not step on toes here. <laughs> when you get threatened into not doing something, surely that's terrorism winning. <laughs> um No, but I, I you're laughing, but that's what it is. Because if you show that, we will fuck you up. That's you threatening to to terrorise them, and then they don't well, do it. Yeah, I, I, I get that, yes. They've done it before. Right. They've done but, it years ago, and you never bothered your arse. Did, did the, the thing about this, though, which I would want to know is, were the threats ever actually coming 
from yeah. the, the Muslim people or Muslim clerics or anything. Well, or not, was... not, not, not as a gent, not as like yeah. the whole of the. It wasn't like a billion people was, saying it was the terrorists saying. <laughs> Aye, but, but were the did the terrorists ever actually threaten this though, or was this more the, not, the network not... chat themselves <clears throat> that this this is something that could happen? Yes. Cartoon Wars, right, but we're going to come up to um, the 200th and 201st episode okay. of South Park where there were threats to life. Okay. So we'll get to there. So okay. at, at, at this point in time when Cartoon Wars came out, there was maybe, there was no actual threats coming from a minority of Muslim people. Okay. But because of what happened in Denmark, they decided that they couldn't show this, so they sort of blurred it out or whatever, right? And I think keep, just on that as that well, those mm-hmm. those car those cartoon wars episodes, which was two episodes, and the previous ones, I think, are the only ones that they didn't transfer over to HBO Max when HBO Max bought over the show. There's only been five episodes that five? aren't on NBHBO, and all of them are banned. Because Muhammad's in them. Really? Right, okay, wow. All right. So Super Best Friends, the two cartoon wars, and 200 and 201. Right, what we're going to get to. Right, yeah. okay. And it's all cool. because they depict Muhammad as a cartoon or whatever. But there was, a bit, there was some more stuff to get to before that, and the next one was Hell on Earth. You must have heard about this one again. Yeah. Like you, you might not have seen these episodes, but you must have heard about them in general conversation. Yeah, absolutely. This is like the Steve Irwin episode with the Crocodile <laughs> Hunter Hunter and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, if you don't know, Steve Irwin was a naturalist that went out. He was like, look at this crocodile. And he'd grab it and he'd like grab big spiders and like grab snakes and shit. And then he tried to grab a stingray and it stabbed him in the heart and he died. And this episode was a Halloween episode <laughs> where lots of people turned up dressed as celebrities. Right, okay. And one of the celebrities that turned up was, it wasn't even, it was Steve Irwin, but he had a stingray hanging out his chest. Right, okay. And it was seven weeks after he died. Just seven weeks, right. Yeah. So his family got pissed off, right? Which is fair enough. A lot of people were saying this is far too soon. But in the same episode, there's a part where Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, and John Gacy are having a laugh, but they can't stop killing people. <laughs> like they're having like jokes and vibes, but end up like murdering the fucking like the. I think it's the. Do you know how sometimes you can't remember a word? The cooking stuff. Catering staff. The catering staff. For the, the so they're behind the scenes and they're having a laugh, but they can't stop murdering the catering staff. So <laughs> there's that involved in this same episode where Steve Irwin, time, it's just a time limit on how how quickly you can make a joke about somebody's demise, I think. Yeah, seven weeks is quick. It's pretty quick, yeah. It's pretty quick. Just on a side note, have you ever seen any of the stuff that Steve Irwin's son's now doing? I've got, I've got, I mean, tiny little bits of it, like 30 seconds at a time or whatever. He, he seems a lovely lad. Um, he seems just to have picked up all the stuff his dad used to do. He appears on like Jimmy Kimmel and Fallon and stuff like that with these most bizarre animals that he takes in with him and stuff like that. He seems a right cool wee guy. He's doing good stuff. I am. Um, 
Like, see, in my house, when it comes to, like, spiders and shit, like, uh, cans of shite bag and I, and I say I deal with them, I grab a bit of toilet paper and crunch them up and flush them down the toilet, right? <laughs> but see, there was a wasp in the house the other day. Right. And I ran away like a little girl. Okay. And for some reason, Karen can just deal with wasps. She's like, ah, I fuck it, and just smashed it with a paper or something. So, it's weird how people have different different feelings to different different things. feels. Yeah, yeah. like I, I hate wasps, and I think it was because one of my first memories is getting stung in the face with a wasp. Yeah, I when I was about four that. or five or something. Um, I have, um, I've touched a stingray right. um, in the Florida Aquarium. Um, I'm pretty sure it didn't have a sting attached to it or it wasn't lethal or whatever but they had all these like um, stingray stuff just swimming about and you could just reach in and pat them and stuff like that I'd imagine they'd be non-lethal ones yeah, yeah and they stings just raise cool. basically yeah, yeah I just raise just 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 I remember years ago as well going to the uh, zoo with my sister and uh, holding a big Yellow snake, you know how the snake that's in the Britney Spears video? Uh huh, yeah. Because they, they, they must be like the most friendly snakes or whatever that people can just hod. Because I remember Hodman was about seven or eight, getting a picture taken, and that picture's probably gone to history. But yeah, <laughs> Mummy, well, I, um, I don't think I could do it now, but no, I've got a mate called South African Dave, and he, um, he's got two big snakes, like big, massive snakes. He lives in Glasgow. He's from South Africa. You, I, I don't know. You, you probably would have guessed that. I probably. Um, I, I, I took a punt and figured it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he takes his snakes out for a walk. Like he takes right. them to the park and lets them out in the park and all that, and lets them get a wee free real free roam and a free slither in the park. Um, and he brought them into work one day. He brought them into work one day in the context of it when I worked in it, and he put them in his locker in a bag. And I was like, wait, you can't put them in the locker because his locker was like at head height. Right. And he's like, why not? And I was like, because like when you open that door, they're going to fucking fly out and try and get you. He goes, no, they won't. And if they do, I'll just say, stop, snake. <laughs> but this guy had this total control over these fucking big, massive things. It's mental. A pal years yeah. ago with a snake, him and his girlfriend um, bought like twin snakes, basically. Right. Like, they never lived together or anything, so she'd one her house and he'd one his house and they were like just three snakes. I don't know. There's there's not much else to that story apart from You knew somebody had snakes. Said, I just knew somebody had a snake. That's a good story. Yeah. That's a good story. <laughs> um Ryan Kent, the Rangers player. Don't know if any of our listeners look they enjoy Rangers or not. But Ryan Kent, the Rangers player, bought Nico Katich a snake for Secret Santa one year. Oh yeah, I remember that story. It's it's wholly yeah. unsurprising. <laughs> it's just so weird. Like, here's a bottle of vodka. Here's some champagne. Here's this. Here's that. Here's a snake. Here's a fucking snake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With, but anyway, back to South Park. Where are we? Yeah, yeah. So the next one again. I, I don't feel like how you could not have seen this in meme form I've or something. Seen, like. Yeah, I've absolutely seen the meme for uh, this one. Yeah, um, so, the, the Naggers episode. Yeah, so it's actually called With Apologies to Jesse Jackson. Oh, right, um, okay. And it's, <laughs> if you've not seen it, you've seen Wheel of Fortune growing up, we would flick the letters over and you would you would take a guess at the title. So it was N blank 
G G G no G G E R S, and the clue was people that annoy me. And it's Randy Marsh, who's one of the most underrated characters on the show. <laughs> just shouts out the word with the I in it, yeah. and everybody just goes silent. And obviously, they flip over the letter, and it's A, so it's naggers. And again, this is a a sort of play on what was happening at the time. The the N word is used in this episode forty three times. The full but, actual N word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But not by black characters, and it's like oh, yeah. it, it's kind of like it, it's a twist on like how white guys shouldn't shouldn't use it, shouldn't be able to use it. They they know nothing, and it. Randy becomes the guy that uses the Edward on telly, so he gets called N Guy Word. Right, okay. And it starts to wear him down, and he's getting beaten down, and he's like, people are shouting him, here, N Guy Word. And again, it's just, it's nothing to do with racism or anything like that. It's just them putting a twist on, like basically saying, this word, and especially white guys can't use it. And one of the main guys that, that, that fought against this episode getting um, put out on air. There's a picture of him, and it's just a white guy in a fucking suit with a beard, man. It's like, what, what the fuck have you... What, what, why are you... It's nothing to do with you. Give peace, <laughs> basically. But yeah, uh, with apologies to Jesse Jackson. The next one, um... you probably won't have seen, right? Because it's it's kind of niche. It's called The China Problem. Right, okay. And there's a bit in it, like, obviously Indiana Jones, the film's just come out not that long ago. And it was obviously, it was in the, it was in the pipeline for, for years and they'd caught wind of this. So <laughs> Indiana Jones is, like, in a pub playing, um, what do you call that game? No ping pong. Table tennis? No, the, the oh, flippers. Uh, pinball. <laughs> Pinball, thank fuck for that. <laughs> and uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg walk in and just rape him. Oh, okay. Like, at, like, full-on frontal rape him. And, uh, <laughs> because, again, it's just a, a conversation about flogging a dead horse, raping a, a thing that people used to enjoy, it wasn't that long after the Crystal Skulls thing was out. So we're just saying, look at Lucas and Spielberg just raping the life out of Indiana Jones. Um, but he got banned because he gets bent over the, the pinball table and gets absolutely raped by George Lucas. Nice. I'm sorry I've missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So next one, Pinewood next Derby. Pinewood Derby, yeah. Um, so, what was so bad about this one? I'm not, this, this is a short and sweet one because I don't particularly remember this episode. So it's a Pinewood, you know, Pinewood derbies where they build their own wee cars and they race them down. Yeah, but, it's like the Red Bull soapbox sort of thing. I kind of, kind of like that, yeah. But somehow, like the Japanese leader, the Mexican leader, like the Argentinian president, they all get involved in this Pinewood derby thing. And the Mexican leader was that furious that he managed to ban the episode in Mexico, basically. 
because right, of the way okay. he was portrayed. The way he was portrayed, okay, fair yeah, enough. They, they, were not, they were not happy about that. Right, I don't know what order to do this in, because I'm going to skip this one here, I'll go back to it, right? Okay. Did you ever play the Stick of Truth game? No, my sister used to play it, and she enjoyed it, and I never ever played it. Right, okay, so, so that came out. Again, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but it was sort of censored in different countries in different ways. Okay. So, like, in Germany, there was parts censored because it would be illegal to show some of the stuff in the American game that could show in Germany. Right. And it was the same in Australia and New Zealand. They've got, they've got quite tight laws when it comes to sort of stuff like that. So a lot of the stuff is sort of banned. And in the game, it would um, cut to... Instead of what was in the game, it would cut to like a just a bland basic page with a text descriptor, and right, then it would okay. just move on. So people were pissed off about that, especially gamers in Australia and New Zealand. I can imagine they would be. Right. Episode 200 and episode 201. So they're pretty big episodes, you know, like it's a 200 episode. This is basically the magnus opus of controversial episodes of anything ever, because what they <laughs> decide, what they decided to do was see every every controversy that we've spoke about so far, uh-huh. put it into what put it into two episodes. Oh fuck! Right, okay. So, and this is like you said, episode two hundred and hundred and one. So it's big flagship, big episodes for the show. Sort massive, of massive, uh, massive episodes, and in part. One, like episode 200, there was like Tom Cruise was back in it, Chef was back in it as an AI guy, blah, blah, blah. But they kept dangling the carrot that Muhammad was going to be shown in episode 201. Right, okay. Because they obviously hadn't created that episode yet. Yeah. But but they pushed the boundaries and says, look, Muhammad's going to turn up next week. And Comedy Central banned it, said, no, you can't do that. So every part of this episode that had either Muhammad in it or the mention of the word Muhammad was covered up by a big black censorship thing. Like, so right, it was like okay. taking up half the page. Butters made a, a speech about uh, racism and, and how to counteract that and blah, blah, blah. It was all censored and like basically like 50% of the episode was just... A censored screen? Just a censored screen, mate. Aye. Right. They, just, they just took the absolute piss out of it. And again... Um, this was when people were actually threatening them. So there was like extremists writing to Comedy Central saying, I'm going to kill Matt and Dave Parker. I'm going to kill them. I'll bomb right. your I'll bomb your offices. I'll blow you up. And it was Comedy Central that basically um folded to that folded to that pressure. They just don't fuck about, do they? Like, they're, they're anybody's fair game for them, isn't it? Like, anybody is. And, and and the sneaky thing is that <laughs> they're fucking fly cunts. They managed to sneak Muhammad into a future episode by putting him on a lunchbox, like a right. tiny wee lunchbox that was super, it was a super best French lunchbox. And nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. Aye, the censor didn't see it and nobody cared. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm surprised I've not been shot yet. Do you, do you think? Do you, do you think like? Are they... I just think in America, if you piss off this many, this many people, 
you're going to eventually piss off the one nutcase that's got a gun that'll take it serious. The one absolute maniac that's going to actually come after you. Yeah, totally. But I don't know. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet, so fair play. But it just seems a dangerous, a dangerous game in America of all countries. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to reverse the last two here because I'm going to go for banned in China first. Okay. Um, this is this is one that I've, this is the only one that I've not actually seen. Is it quite um, a new one? It's reasonably new, yeah, the last sort of three or four years. Um, so the media in China, you know yourself, are very strict. Just everything's banned, basically. Everything's banned. So, like, even companies like the NBA and Disney, they will censor what they put out. They will remove parts from their films. They will remove parts from their halftime shows so that they can get shown in China. Do you think South Park done this? I'm going to guess no. No, they didn't get a fuck, right? <laughs> um, so they, they put all sorts of fucking just nasty shit about China in. But the thing about this isn't the, the actual episode, it's the apology <laughs> that they put out after it. And it's... I'm actually going to see if I can find it while we're doing this. It's the most sarcastic apology... <laughs> that I've ever read somatic up to China. I should have looked this up before. So South Park at South Park on Twitter. Right, okay. Um in capital letters. Official apology to China from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> Can I get the full thing? That X thing annoys me when it comes up now for some reason. <laughs> right. Um, like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We too love money more than freedom and democracy. Chi doesn't look just like Winnie the Pooh at all. <laughs> Tune in to our 300th episode this Wednesday at 10. Long live the great Communist Party of China. May this autumn's sorghum harvest be bountiful. We good now, China? <laughs> they just don't oh, care. Yeah, we good now at the end is fucking class. Yeah, we good now. It's <laughs> that us. That's brilliant. I love it. It's just such a, but it's also it's not just a dig at China. It's a massive dig at the NBA and Disney. Like yeah. you bow down to China, we're not going to do it. We are not going to do it. We won't. Fucking class. Right, the very last episode to just about round this off as I hadn't watched South Park in years until about three or four months ago and I had Disney Plus and I'd literally just stuck on a random episode didn't look at it and nothing just thought right I've not seen that one and it was called Bored Girls okay and this is when they might get Started a, being accused of being transphobic, right? Because there's a there's a guy in it um, who's like a head teacher guy. He's called Mister Strongman, basically. His wife is called Strong Woman, and she enters like, like triathlon competitions and stuff like that. Okay. And um, <laughs> a trans woman then enters the competitions beside her, and this trans woman is just one hundred percent macho man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! 
So, <clears throat> matchman Randy Savage comes in, enters a strong woman competition, and obviously uh, wins it. <laughs> but right, okay. because he's a trans woman, you can't say that he can enter it. And this is where a lot of the sort of stuff comes up where, oh, they're, they're transphobic, they're transphobic. But see, if you drill down into the subplot, this uh-huh. is going to sound a bit wanky, the subplot of the, the whole episode as a whole, it's basically, it turns out that Macho Man Randy Savage was Strong Woman's ex-husband who <laughs> has such insecurities about her beating him that he has to then enter competition that, that she's in. Right. And the other subplot, the other part of this story is Cartman is playing games um, and girls come along and like beat him at like board games and stuff. Uh-huh. So he then starts a, a sort of, not a company, but he, he wants to ban girls from entering man-only clubs. So rather than the whole um, trans women, so men that are now women, shouldn't be competing and shouldn't be taking part because they're too strong, etc. It's actually swipping it on its head and saying men are actually too weak and that's why they're complaining about these things and that's why they're going against their wife and stuff Aye, like that. Basically, that, that's, what, yeah. that's what they're getting at because it did get a lot of um, online hate. Like Twitter exploded when this happened saying, look how transphobic the guys are. But there's more nuance to it, basically, and it's pointing at male insecurities where Matchman Randy Savage getting beat by a woman and having to become a woman to beat her. And Cartman also not wanting girls to play with him because he keeps getting bet in the games that he loves. So, yeah, interesting stuff, I thought. It's really good, mate. Mate, you've, you've brought all that together and it's brilliant. Well done over the last two weeks. That's been great. Um, it's, I think what you, the way we said at the start of this episode, it's not made me want to go away and just start watching South Park and go, right, season four, episode one, let's go. But no. I think I might, I might dip into these particular episodes if I'm looking for something to watch and I just know... Like twenty minutes to kill or something. Ge- and genuinely well watch the um, Board Girls episode. It's like right, season okay. fourteen or something. It's on Disney Plus. Just watch that one and and see if you enjoy it. Because like I, I just lucked upon it. Mm-hmm. Um, has it been so controversial? But at the same time, the underlying issues. It, it's not that controversial, but it's funny as fuck, man. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely check it out this week. Right, guys, that'll do us. Awesome. Nice one. Thank you, mate, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Right, speak to you soon. Bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening, and if they are, they're pretty hardcore long term memory fans, and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes absolutely and if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts